Zillman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff, TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott! Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. yeah, the real talent on the show. Oh boy, as I like to say you're gonna need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it. I am so sick of rain in Southern California. I can't, can't even. Oh, darn. Oh, darn you. You and your no. rain in Southern California. I, I can't imagine in... how horrible that is. I was in you... Southern California, as I recall, and there was no rain. But let let that aside for a second that there was no rain. Everything there was as dry as something that is very dry. And this is true. Everything's nice and green right now, but, you know, it's rainy and shitty and we're sick what's the temperature by you just just curious just oh the high is like 53 today which is very cold you can see i'm in a sweater oh, and a oh. hat and i had a jacket on today oh my oh. goodness wow on earth do you live well unto scott 
for he suffers through rain in 53. Yeah, a cold. It's a cold. 53. He's not 53. He's like the weather. 60. The wet. The wet. The weather. The weather's 53. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm going to blame you. I think man his age. Weren't you in Southern California? Did you bring extra rain to us that we, we were finally over it and then it came back with you? On the plane? <laughs> I bless the rains in Southern California. I got that joke. See, what's funny is I also thought that song, uh, Pulling the Current, I always think, I guess it rains in South Africa. Like the guy was like, oh, shit, I guess it rains in Africa. I didn't realize he was blessing them for like 10 years um, until I was like, oh, He's blessing rain. He's not like, oh, I just discovered that it rains in Africa. This yeah. is so exciting. Everybody but loves the new, the new Fortnite season started today. So can can we yes. progress past this nonsense and do a show? Do a show. So that Sandwich and I can get on the new Fortnite. I have Pathfinder tonight. You <laughs> su- wait. How do you have Pathfinder? Was it late night Pathfinder? It is late night Pathfinder. Son of a Pathfinder bitch. after dark. Wah, wah. Well, let's do this. Let's do. Let's do. If, if, first of all, play with me if you want to, if you want to share your favorite misheard lyric, you can call the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. My favorite is thinking that Jimmy uh, Hendrix is saying, "Excuse me, while I kiss this guy." In yes. uh, okay, uh, or there's a, the right. there's a bathroom on the right. There you go. Uh, all right. So what again, about what about what about wrapped up like a douche? Wrapped up like a douche. Another runner. In the What's night. the actual lyric? <laughs> Like a deuce. Revved up oh, like okay. a deuce. Oh, okay. I don't understand what that means either. <laughs> well, a deuce Just nonsense like words. Yeah. <laughs> Just making up words. All right. So uh, be sure that you're following the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, GeekStuffTNG, and all those places. Support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash GeekStuffTNG. Dollar a month, you get access to the Discord server. $3 a month, you get the early word special. So as soon as we're done recording the show and I do a modicum of editing, you get a copy of the show and the prep sheet over there on the Discord. Uh, typically, we record on Friday, so you get the show Friday or Saturday night, and then the shows come out on Mondays now. Uh, for $5 a month, it's the bonus round where you get the uh, vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. On the 15th, it's going to be episode 100 of Big Kev's Ooh. Geek Stuff. Uh, also, other bonus That's shows cool. from time to time or over there. that show must have been like... Episode. Did you celebrate episode 100? Do you remember almost? I don't remember. You remember 600 have you, have episodes? Have you previewed it? I have not. I have not had a chance to listen to it yet. Oh. It's coming up. I just put them up raw right there on the on the Patreon. And then for $10 a month, you can watch the show live and direct on the Instagram Live with every bit of technology that Kev has at his disposal. And that's true. And about two rolls of duct tape. Yep. And some twine. All right. What happened to our Little Rascals opening? I haven't, I haven't. Hey, look, do you know how long it took me to make the new opening that we have now? Which I'm very proud of. I like it. But uh, have you even listened to it yet, Kev? Do you like our new opening? I don't. I think I listened to it during the process, but I don't know that I remember the final version. It's very decent, Kenobi. Oh, you son of a bitch! Hello there. You knew I was. I was flipping my soundboards back and forth, and you screwed me. <laughs> I tried to put. I tried He's to put it on you. every single one. He is. He is. <laughs> All right, we're going to do this. Geek stuff. What's in the news? Um, which dead guy do you want to talk about first? Any dead guy. Any dead guy. How about the one that was in Heat? Tom, Tom Sizemore. Yeah. Tom Sizemore. Yeah. That guy had a lot of problems. Yeah, he did. Just saying. What so, did he die of? Did the, the, What was the... He had like a... It was another stroke. What was it? It was a brain aneurysm. 
Or brain or aneurysm. An aneurysm. Then, yeah. So it's basically just a, you know, it's like your, it's basically your head explodes internally and they're, I think, almost always fatal. So it was no. Does that implode then? Well, no, it's, it, the artery explodes inside your brain, which kills you. I get it. Did they say that the cause of this might have been all the drugs that he did? I mean, I'm sure that may have contributed to it. Although it, it may not. You know, aneurysms are just there and just happen. I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily caused or, you know, increased or decreased by lifestyle choices. I think it's just I a hope, random thing. I hope, I hope I don't have an aneurysm. Dude, I mean, it really it is kind of scary. Let's, let's not talk about it anymore. I mean, you know. Because we always talk about if if, if Kev Kevin gets scared when we talk about my mortality. Yeah, when Kev dies, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very sad day on the show. So anyway, yeah, so, yeah, for for sandwich in particular because he's gonna panic because he's gonna be like, I I don't know what I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna panic about what I'm supposed to do. Not that my friend, my best friend, died. Let's move on before I start crying. And Toy Mike Anyways, is going to be right there uh, going, hey, Sandwich, do you need some help with anything? I can help you unload he, if all If Toy Mike toys. has my number already somehow, then... <laughs> he doesn't. Didn't we're, I we're... give you Toy Mike's number? I'm sure I no, did. I don't oh, have his number. Probably should do that then. Well, let's, let's, well, I'm okay. Because you know, any minute. Stop. So, Tom Sizemore uh, had a brain aneurysm, died, did many fantastic movies, yeah, including see, my we... favorite of all time, Kill Bill. And I think most no, no, of Tarantino wait, films. Wait, no, 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 no. That's Michael Madsen. He wasn't in Kill Bill. Wasn't he not in Kill Bill? Am I losing my mind? No. You're yes. confusing. They just look like a lot like him. With Michael Madsen. They are very I similar. Mean, he, I mean, a little bit, but not a lot. He was also in, uh, I uh, he was in Kill Bill. Saving Private Ryan. He yes. was the sergeant. Why like, am I losing my mind? You know what? I'm sorry, guys. Bag. Um, yep. No, was I it Tom Sizemore or Michael Madsen that dated Heidi Fleiss? It, it was, I think it was, uh, I, I think it was Tom Sizemore. I think, I think so too. Cause I'm, I'm remembering a, a, an interview where he called her something that was very memorable. And I thought that was him, but then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Was it Michael Madsen? Cause, cause sandwich, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch the ear scene from Reservoir Dogs. And I'm like, wait, no, that's Michael Madsen, not Tom Sizemore. So I apologize. Yeah. Michael Madsen right, also bad. played like the one I always remember with Michael Madsen is, uh, in um what you call it the the pacino heat and no no well yes but obviously that one no less michael madsen was not in heat oh tom sizemore was in heat right michael madsen was in donnie brosco and he played sunny black i believe tom sizemore i just found out also played the main character in grand theft auto vice city did the voice work for him? Nice. Oh, interesting. So he and I have that in common. There you go. Yeah, you're in there too, and right? Also, and also that we're going to die. Or That's that's an everyone thing. You know, it's funny. We talk about voiceover work. So my company sends us a training video every month about like cybersecurity and so forth. And they're all like these little cartoons to teach you about cybersecurity. And... You know, John Lovitz is a voice actor on it. Tia Carrera is a voice actor on it. I'm uh, a security. <laughs> it's for you. 100%. Exactly. Uh, so I do enjoy seeing who's going to be the... Uh, Did you say Tia Carrera? Tia Carrera, yeah. 
Oh. I mean, she I, did Wayne's World 1 and I, 2, and then this. <laughs> a storied career. So hot. Um, all right, so what about, uh, how about Beretta? Acquitted murderer, Robert Blake, also died. Oh, did he die? Last of the Little Rascals. Robert Blake was a Little Rascal? Yep, in the last in, in the last MGM season, he was Mickey. Is he the only Little Rascal to have killed somebody? Well, confirmed to have killed someone. Confirmed to have killed somebody. That I can think of, yes. I mean, other than themselves, yeah, he's the only one I can think of. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. How about how about uh, do we care about the Producers Guild Award winners? Producers Guild Awards as the precursors which, to the Oscars. Which which one, which ones are those? Mm, no. What award do they give out? Is it just the the Producer PG. Guild Award? Yeah, just the PGA Producer Guild oh, Award. Okay. I never even heard of it. No one cares. Right. Okay. I think PGA is the is I thought that was the golf thing. <laughs> That's the, yeah, that, that is well, that yeah. too. Uh, let's see. How about Mr. Ryan Johnson? Do you want to talk about Ryan Johnson? He thinks that it's horrifying what's happening to films and uh, and other things on the streaming media. Basically, when they take the write off and put them on the shelf so that they're no longer available, which I would agree with very strongly. I don't know if it's horrifying, but I think I, I do. I do understand the the. I guess it's horrifying if you're the one in the project where it's like, hey, this thing I'm working on at any moment they can be like write off. And well, the, I've essentially the, wasted. You, I've been paid, but like you know, the thing you've worked on for X period of time is just gone. I do you mean you're talking about stuff that appears on streaming and then is pulled from streaming at some point? No, he's talking about like shelving a completed film, like what they did with Bad Girl. Oh uh, no, Bat Bat Woman, wasn't it? No, oh, it was no, Bad Girl. Girl. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, no, I get it, but you know, that's it. unfortunately for Ryan Johnson, that is not his decision to make. He didn't I, I put think the money it's... up for that film. Yeah. He's not distributing that film, whatever film it is. He, you know, if you're the producer and distributor in the studio and what, and those are the decisions that are made by those people. You know, your job was to direct the film. It's done. If they don't like it or decide they don't want to put it out, that's, that's nothing to do with you. You've been paid, and I get it. It's everyone's work, and we work so hard and everything else, but ultimately, not your decision to make and if that's what they decide what are you gonna do you know let the film leak out you know like i mean what 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 happens in those circumstances nothing i mean i guess you know? that's that's really you can't the miss you, because you, what you haven't experienced either yeah so. but you're not allowed like for, for the tax purposes right they have to put it on the shelf and never let it out as opposed to selling it for a very low cost and take you know i'll sell it to you I'm for sure. a dollar that's the same. Right. You know, that's only one dollar less of a loss, but I don't think that they're allowed to do that because it's market price or whatever the IRS doesn't. I like think it. there has to be some sort of workaround that if they decided at some point to let it loose, that they could. I'm sure that's got to be the case. I mean, you know, and maybe they would have to pay additional tax on whatever format they released it or whatever. I don't know, but I, I have to. I have a feeling there's probably a workaround for that. If you're a Hollywood tax lawyer, call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And let us know. Um, jumping over to the box office, uh, Creed 3 is top of the box office at $58 million. Ant-Man still pulled in about 13 Cocaine Bear, another $11 million. But the one I want to mention here is Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yalba to the Swordsmith yes. Village. Yes. Explain the plot of that uh, in uh, 25 Words or Less Sandwich. Um... 
anime lead, correspondent sandwich. Lead, lead into next season of very popular new anime. Oh, so it's 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 just a It's Clone Wars the movie. Sort of. It'd be like if they put out a movie of like when Clone Wars the show like if, if a new season of Clone Wars is coming out and they released essentially the first two or three episodes and like a long form uh like movie, it'd be kind of like that. Which is what Clone Wars did. I was yes. gonna say, didn't they do that? They, they've done that, right? Yeah. That's what Clone Wars did when they first started. I what happened uh, is is what you call it gone? Uh uh Avatar? Yeah, it was not in the Last Airbender? Yeah, it was no, no. Oh, Avatar was not no. in the top Avatar three. Avatar was on the, the, the way of the water. Water, yeah. I didn't I th- see it in the theater. I don't yeah. think I'm gonna have to check and see. I might have missed it in the theater, which would suck. But also, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm not so mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm not so desperate that I have to see it in a theater. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it would have been nice. I've like I've lost my Avatar card because I didn't see it in theaters. So it, is it, it all gone? From it was theaters it's still in theaters. I think it is. It was number six on the list, right? So well, you got it's still playing oh, somewhere. So you got Creed, Ant Man, Cocaine Bear, Demon Slayer, Jesus Revolution, and then Avatar was number six. I want to see the new Creed. I heard wonderful things about the new Creed movie. Yeah, yeah. before I watch I the new Creed, Creed, I need to see Creed two. Before I see Creed two, I need to see Creed one. Before I see that, I need to see Rocky Balboa. So I'm like four movies behind before I can watch. Creed. You haven't seen Rocky Balboa? I haven't That's seen Rocky too bad. Balboa. You're Not like the Rocky Balboa part, but the Creed movies were really good. I like Balboa. Although I think they went to the well really quick by going to Drago second. But spoiler. Opinion. <laughs> um, also, uh, speaking of Creed, uh, Michael B. Jordan said that the that he was like inspired by anime. He directed that also, right? I mean, that's... Yes. So yes. He, and there, he took anime uh, On the internet, too. there have been a lot of um, like comparisons of like certain shots and certain like... Um, yeah, certain shots and certain like artistic uh things they did in the film were very stylistically anime in a way whereas like oh this is something they've done in every anime fight this is something else they did in every anime fight you know stuff like that so i, mean, I did see it and other people have seen it as well are people knocking him for it no they're pointing it out really? like oh that's cool that he did that okay so they like it they're like yeah he likes he likes yeah. what we like and they're he, like oh he's doing the homage he said it and i could see what like oh this shot portraying this very yeah like you know people are like oh he said it and he did it the oh. one shot that they're talking about is when he's riding his motorcycle and he kick spins it out and it kind of slides sideways away from the camera yeah yeah that's that's one that they're talking about a lot Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> what? That's what I heard. Just because you like Akira doesn't mean <laughs> everyone should like Akira. I'm not saying it's I the don't. Anime by which all other anime should be judged. Harshly. Not anymore, but you're you're allowed what do you mean to have not anymore. What, what what feature anime film should uh, all be 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 held up against? I, huh? I think Akira is beyond that. <laughs> I think Akira is an exception of it's a good film. It's the a fact legend. It's animated. The it's fact that it's animated is just related, but I think it's a great film, anyways. That's what I'm saying. I'm just you saying. can't compare every film to The Godfather. That's unfair. Well, I mean, but you would compare all gangster films to The Godfather. Oh yeah, that's what. Well, that's all I'm saying. It is the anime film feature film 
by which all other anime feature films should be judged. That's what I think. My opinion. The gold standard of anime films is Akira. That's it. What's number two? And at this point, try, try to remember it's this. It's hard to say. Since... It's hard to say there's a second good one, honestly. I know. I, I, have, a, I have a list of films that I realize. Princess Mononoke, I think, is an excellent anime oh, feature. Oh, yeah. I, I count those differently, though, only because it was... Uh, when I think of anime movies, I think of like there's a manga that they make an anime and then they make a movie out of it. So like Akira had manga first, did it not? It did. So I think Princess Mononoke. I don't think any of those had any kind of manga to be based off of. So there's still. I don't think no. I think they started. They went in reverse. I think they started as features and then went into. I don't think they had a manga. manga. For those. I don't think they, they might have done one for it, but there like, was one what it, also that I like called Metropolis. Never heard of that one. That one you should check out. That one's really good. I mean, but there are a handful uh, is is what I'm saying. So it's mm -hmm. not like it's just, you know, a one-off. The other thing you have to remember in particular about Akira and why it should be worshipped uh, is the fact that that movie is entirely hand-drawn. Mm -hmm. Entirely hand-drawn. They don't do that anymore. And I even think the ones that I mentioned, I mean, they were hand-drawn for the most part, but I think they definitely had elements in them that were not hand-drawn, you know, or they were using other techniques by the time, you know, Metropolis, Princess Mononoke, and some others were happening. They were using other techniques other than traditional hand animation. So another reason to worship Akira. Anyway, what else? Uh, let's see. Um, Hellboy, The Crooked Man. Is that a... Is that a a new movie or is that a new comic book? New, new so movie. It's a new movie. Have they said who's Hellboy? Yeah, they 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 said who it was, and it was yet another guy who is not Ron Perlman. So again, so, Ron, Ron Perlman's the gold standard. How, how, I will I will watch it. Now listen, I'm trying not to be pre-judgy here, but based on the David Harbor film, mm -hmm. which absolutely sucked. Um, I don't have high hopes for the crooked man. Um, that said, I'm going to give it its due. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it cause I'm a fan of Hellboy. I'm a fan of the entire Hellboy universe as anyone listens to this program knows it's one of the few universes, if you will, where I, I read every book or I eventually intend to read every book. Um, if I haven't gotten to them yet, um, uh, that and the, Black Hammer Universe, which is another one. That one's a little more strange, but I like it. So th those two universes, I will always, if they do something from those universes in any format, I will give it a, I'll at least give it the courtesy look. The David Harbour Hellboy film, I didn't like at all. I don't think a lot of people liked the David Harbour Hellboy film. So I, I'm definitely not the only one there. Um, but I also... Um, I'm going to go into this one, try to anyway. It's not Guillermo del Toro. It's not Ron Perlman. And I think it should have been for the last one. And if they decided to do a fourth one, it should have been them too. My opinion. So Now, was it the, the writing, the directing? Did you not like David Harbour as Hellboy or all of it? All of it. Okay. So he just, all of it. So I didn't, didn't like any of it. As Hellboy. No, I had problems with I had a problem with a lot of it. There's a lot of problems with that movie. So, 
Um, and the fact that, in again, my opinion, Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman nailed it, that they nailed it makes it hard to watch it when it's not them. You know, but that happens though. If you, if something, if, if you do something really well, if you've nailed something really well, and then somebody comes in after and tries to do it, let me give you an example. Like the one we were just using, how many years has the live action Akira film been kicked around? And the fact that that still hasn't been made, number one, number two, if it were to be made, it would be instantly compared to the animated film. And since the animated film nailed it, what are the odds that, you know, that the live action film, you know, would, would, would be good. I mean, it's not, not likely is what I'm saying. And so it's the same here. They nailed it. Guillermo del Toro, Ron Perlman, they nailed that franchise. And the fact that they're, they didn't get to do a third one and now a fourth one is too bad, but I'm still going to hold the new ones up to those previous ones, the Guillermo del Toro ones and Ron Perlman, because they nailed it. So there you go. I mean, yeah, it, it's also just so much in Guillermo del Toro's wheelhouse, right? You know, it's, it's just, he's got the right uh, mindset for that type of movie. Yeah. Right. Um, kind of sticking with, uh, the genre here so Hugh Jackman he's up uh, pumping up to be Wolverine again uh he also says that uh, screaming and yelling and growling as Wolverine has damaged his voice which is just too bad Are yeah we- well who cares and the rumor also is that he's not uh, he's playing several Wolverines in the movie because okay, well. they'll be because the Wolverine apparently the Wolverine in this movie will be a variant because now they can use that for everything. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, of course they're going to until Kang Dynasty or whatever, or Secret Wars or whatever the movie is that wraps this alternate, you know, universe thing, if that's the way they're going to go. There's a lot of different ways they can go here. But the fact that you're going to get maybe a couple of different Wolverines could be very interesting because there are a lot of different Wolverines. I mean... Not a lot of different Wolverines, but I mean a lot of different costumes, a lot of different, you know, there's a number of different things that they can play with. And we all know that this movie is going to be at least somewhat comical. So we, who knows what we could get? You know, we could get the patch Wolverine with, uh, with the gray Hulk. We could see Joe fix it. You know, you know, like, I mean, anything is possible with the, the multiverse even if it's only cameos and brief seconds, you, you know bring, what I mean? Bring back uh, Ed Norton as uh, as Bruce Banner and do a Grey Hulk quick scene. Yeah, I mean, they could do that. I mean, they could. I mean, there's so many rumors swirling around right now about the fact that, you know, one or more of these movies may contain uh, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson. You know, there's there's so many rumors going around that that, you know, that th- that could be the case. Um, you don't know. You don't really know what to expect, you know, and we just kind of we just kind of have to sit back and wait, you know, and, and see what happens and hope that we don't go all Tom Sizemore and not ever get to see it. Yeah. Sandwich. Um, 
Let's see. Let's let's move on to the celebrity crime blotter. Uh, so Alec Baldwin's being sued now by the crew of Rust. And, and it, why? I mean, well, I, I mean, I would say as again as the actor, he was handed the gun and did his job, right? But as the producer right. of the film, he's also responsible for the safety on the set. So in his capacity as producer, I think he's being sued by the family of. I mean, okay, you know, so. But he's also, there's still the criminal trial still going on, right? I mean, he's in the middle of that. I, has it started? I don't know if it started yet, but I mean, it's... I don't think it started. I think they announced it. But at least according to the article, they're suing for suffered anxiety and symptoms of PTSD as a result of the shooting death of the film's cinematographer. So, yeah. I mean, I, I guess for the sake of being sued, you could definitely fight that more than you can, I guess, fight most things. And I mean based on everything going on and the way it happened, I guess it, you know, we'll see how far that goes. I think it's going to be a hard time for Alec Baldwin uh, to bounce back from this eventually only because I see this taking a long time and, you know, doesn't, Hey, who wants to do a film with the guy who shot a guy shot, shot someone on accident? Doesn't mean that he won't come back one, but he certainly doesn't have to. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure that's the man very is true. well off enough Yeah, that if he, if he was, canceled for lack of a better expression out of the industry that he'd be just fine it's like kevin spacey is canceled out of the industry i'm sure he's doing just fine yeah because everybody that accuses him before they get to go to court they drop dead by mysterious circumstances he stabbed himself in the side 18 times tragic how could you fall down the stairs with that knife in your hand stab yourself 52 times yeah incredible only five stairs but must have fallen down a lot. We, we should be clear that no, neither of the, I think it's two now, people have accused Kevin Spacey have passed away mysteriously. Mm-hmm. Were they weren't murdered? That you know, it's there. There was no that I've seen. There's been no foul play indicated. So it's just a nice coincidence that works out in Kevin Spacey's favor. Well, if I were Anthony Rapp, I'd be scared. But other than that, <laughs> exactly. I mean, but they canceled his show, so you know they 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 canceled uh, Discovery. So I, I bet Kevin oh. Spacey had something to do with that. Oh, too bad. You want to talk about that? Star Trek Discovery, the worst Star Trek TV show of all time, which is saying a lot because Voyager is a piece of shit. The worst show ever, Discovery, coming to a close, and they'll close it right apparently, which I hope means they kill everybody, <laughs> just destroy the ship. I, it was I mean, all a dream. The I, ship, the crew, the universe, wherever the fuck they are, I hope to God that's how they end it. It's tra- it's unwatchably bad. I I I honestly, and this is the truth, I'm I'm not caught up. I'm behind because it is a chore to watch. Number one, number two, I still haven't gotten over the first season, which was so bad, so bad, you know. And I, I have to kind of cleanse my palate by, by watching Picard, which also isn't saying a lot because, honestly, I was not a, fir- a big see- uh, fan of the first two seasons of that show. So, and I think we're, what, two in now to season three? At least season three is shaping up very nicely. We got, uh, you know, the cast of Next Generation back involved in the story. It's very interesting. Don't know exactly where it's going yet, which I can't say is a bad thing. It is the final season. 
and Patrick uh, Stewart wanted to do it right after season two uh, because I'm guessing it's because if you're watching him, you know, he's he looks to me like he's having trouble. Yeah, his voice is like weak. He's, he's just he's an old guy. I mean, you know, he's, yeah, he's like 82, 82 or whatever yeah. he is. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I get it. I get why he wants to do it. I get why he wants to do it quickly and so on and so forth. And this season, I think bringing them back and doing everything they're doing, I think works. Yeah, now, I'm, I'm enjoying said, season three. I'll, I'll, and I will say this uh, about season two, you know, without spoiling anything, uh, you know, the interactions with Q, especially the final interaction in season two, really hit the nostalgia for me very, very well. I liked, I really enjoyed it. it made me happy. I'll say also that uh, East Coast Scott is a huge Star Trek fan. And he and I watched season one of um, Strange New Worlds, which I think is one of the best Star Trek shows I've ever seen. That's the one with Anson Mount, right? Captain Pike. Anson Mount as Christopher Pike. And such an interesting way to play it also because he knows what's going to happen to him. Oh, interesting. I didn't. I mean, I haven't seen they, it yet. Oh, yeah. And not only that, we're getting all kinds of fleshed out characters, all of which are interesting. There's one character that I don't like, and it is Khan Noonien Singh's uh, ancestor. You know, she's related, you know, generations prior to Khan, which to me seems ridiculously inside baseball. Okay, and and that, so I don't understand that for the timeline. She's an ancestor to Khan. Is there time yeah. travel in in this one? No, Khan was uh was one of the revolution, not revolutionaries, whatever they were called, uh in the late twentieth, twenty first century, whatever it was. Remember? Oh yeah, he was in suspended then, animation. I'm sorry. Yeah. So so, wait, so Khan, is Khan is her yeah. ancestor. Khan is her ancestor. And then, however many years it is between. Uh, Strange New Worlds and the episode Space Seed uh, of the original series, you know, this is, you know, his relation in some fashion. So, oh, also the eugenics wars, which that's what I mean, the eugenics wars. Yeah, that's that's what created Khan, right? And that's what yeah. we saw at the end of season two of Picard that was getting started, right? Like they kind of planted the seeds for the eugenic wars there. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. If I remember correct, I, I don't remember too very well. I probably have to rewatch it at some point. I what, what I will not do is rewatch Discovery and I'm very happy it's canceled. I'm glad Lower Decks is continuing and I hope we get uh, some, I don't know, a new show, a new something. All very exciting. You've Yay, never seen Star an episode, Trek. have you? I have no desire. It doesn't matter if you have a desire. It's going to happen. I think you'd really like it, Sandwich, if I'm being honest. Probably. I'm I'm not saying it's bad. I just... it's You know what it is? It's how involved Star Trek is. Like, all the stuff that is Star Trek. But see, that's the thing. What's great about it is you, you, you only have to take it 40-odd minutes at a time. You know, you can watch an episode and be like, okay... No, maybe in next week I'll watch one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And what will happen over the course of that time is, I think you'll become interested in the universe. And then when you get to the end of, say, the original series, 
then you you might want to watch other like okay well what what happens next or what happened what else happens in this universe or what mm. happens before this and you watch enterprise or you know like i think there's something for everyone but i think it's not something you have to binge through it's not something that you have to feel pressured about you can just take it as and paramount plus as every episode of everything ever yes even the animated series from the 70s yeah which was fun i remember uh, that one which, are, I, uh, which i'm pretty sure are canon so they're good too we did a to- I, uh pulling the curtain i did a i was in la over the uh not too long ago and we did a tour of paramount studios we had a lot of cool stuff a lot of cool star trek stuff a lot of cool star trek stuff well that's their big dog so oh yeah i, I got to hold an oscar oh nice like a real one a real oscar i took a picture with it it was Who, like whose was it it was like 1957 it was like an art one for something from 57 was it oh. heavy it's eight pounds uh, so it was a little heavy. Uh, I was critiqued, not critiqued. They said to everyone, like, listen, when you hold it, you hold it at the base and around the legs. Because one time they had one, a different Oscar, and a guy went to go up with it. You know, like people do where they like pump, where they fist pump it. And the guy, his arm gave out and then he dropped it <laughs> and the head popped off. <laughs> Whoops. That's frowned so upon. Then, it is know. frowned upon. Yeah. Is there a photo Oscar. of you holding an Oscar? Yes. That needs immediately to be sent to West Coast Scott. Yeah. Uh, w- when I can get it from my mom, I will get it to you. All right, I'm just saying. Mom, can that's you not going to go away. Write stuff. that down, Scott. I will. Write that down. I want that photo. <laughs> that was a lot of cool stuff there. And the Oscar goes to what was what was the best uh, piece of memorabilia that you got to see? Oh, he sent um, me a picture actually. He uh, of of at least one of the best ones I saw. It was. Um, uh, what's his name's costume? The guy that played Monk. I always forget his name. Tony Shalhoub. Uh, Tony, yeah. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. His his yeah. costume from, um, uh, what you call it? Galaxy, uh, Quest. Galaxy Quest. Yes. That um, was there's a that was pretty cool. a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. There was uh the shoes that they wore, that Tom Hanks wore when he was Forrest Gump, the dirty Nikes, uh the hat. Um, Ron Burgundy's um, suit from Anchorman, a shield from Gladiator. There's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, The mask that Jack Black wore when he was Nacho Libre. Nice. Yeah. It was awesome. I've always wanted to go do the Warner Brothers tour, right? And you get to see all the Batmobiles and all that kind of stuff. That's that's on my list. What's funny is, uh, because I'm great at planning things, I have a good friend from high school who lives out there. And he's like, Dom, why didn't you tell me you were here? I could have done you the same thing because he works at universal it's like we could have literally done the same thing at universal i would have just driven you around in the golf cart and we could have seen and done everything like oh shit i'm horrible at planning well you know what the next time you and i go out there we can do that that sounds good all right let's hit a couple more things before we go to break here let's do let's do disney plus uh real quick uh so uh daniel brule right do you remember who that is bless you yeah do you know who that is daniel brule is uh baron zemo baron zemo yes he's going to be playing fashion icon carl lagerfeld on a disney plus original series so oh exciting you'll feel my care bones (laughs) i'm it's only it only makes the genre because he played baron zemo uh and it's on disney plus uh let's see um let's see you know disney plus there's an antitrust lawsuit against them for inflating their prices with hulu and espn 
They, oh, that that's why the antitrust not owning like seventy five percent of every movie that comes out. Everything ever, yeah. They um, there was a Simpsons episode where there was uh, some forced labor in the episode, and that episode is not airing when uh, on in Hong Kong. Just so you know. Fair. Uh, Wait, real quick. Uh, quick. Uh, Disney Plus side has. Are you guys caught up with Mandalorian? No, I no. I've only seen the first episode. Do we can want, talk about it. Do you want to talk first episode? Past embargo. Quick? We can talk about the first episode, yeah. Yeah, hit it. Thoughts? It uh, was an episode of The Mandalorian. I liked it. I like the direction they're going in so far with the season. They're, they're uh, pro, what's the word for it? Progressing quicker with things than I thought they would based on episode two. So I'm the, very excited for that. The space pirates going, are and that bothered me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was a little much. I, and I, I what is Bo Katan's? I mean, I get what Bo Katan's problem is, but you know, like that whole like I'm just casually laying across the throne and I don't care about anything. And how come she's the only person there? Yeah, that's the, I I felt that too. I I mean, maybe they'll weird. explain it, but it's uh, we weird. we blew our CGI budget on the pirate ship, so we couldn't pay for extras. I just couldn't. I mean, it just felt odd you know no, it mean? does she's in a giant castle in some yeah. raining forever planet lounging on a chair basically yeah it's um, like a neighborhood planet of of mandalore whatever the hell it is yeah uh and you know like i'm kind of like like does like what was the purpose of that you know like what was the purpose of him going there to piss bo <laughs> hey guess what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go to mandalore baby you know well, I mean, what was the purpose? Honestly, without any spoilers, it was to set up season episode two. And, and that's where I, it, it felt like in that episode, in episode one, it did feel kind of strange and, and unnecessary. Um, but then it's turned over in episode two. Wow, thanks. Sorry. Thanks for that spoiler. Yeah, not really a spoiler. Because um, I didn't say I that. also like the little, I liked, here, here's something I liked in the Mandalorian episode. The little robots that are holding up Grief Karga's cape. <laughs> Those were funny. <laughs> yes. I hope if they do a figure of that grief cargo, which I haven't heard that they're going to do or not, I hope they have those little robots that are holding his up his sort of cape. Of course, that means it will be a deluxe figure and will be, you know, like 50 or 60 bucks. Yeah. But still, you know, no, I don't they'll, think they'll, I don't do, think even, they'll do it anyway. So they'll do even better, Kev. They'll do, they'll give you only one. So you have to buy another <laughs> grief cargo. <laughs> Sold yeah, separately. that's probably it. Yeah, sold separately. The cape, cape and the droids. little robots to hold the cape. Cape droids sold separately. That's $40, can and you, the figure is $30. Can you see if Toy Weaver can kitbash a a Creed figure into that, into a Grief Karga with... Uh, with, with... No, Toy, Toy Weaver... No, no. Toy Weaver does five POA stuff, number one. And number two, he's... No, it's like retro, it is retro. Uh, stuff. So, in Toy News, speaking of retro... Marvel's 3.75-inch retro line is currently being rested while they come out with a 4-inch line that has, I think, I think they have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, maybe 8 POA, something like that. No one understands what the hell Hasbro is doing. I don't even think Hasbro knows what the fuck Hasbro is doing. So yeah. and I, I don't want to get off on a rant here, but baby. Um, yeah, I mean, Hasbro has just gone completely nuts. 
mm-hmm. they just solicited the brand new Marvel Legends Spider-Man wave, the one that contains not one but two Ben Riley versions of Spider-Man. One is Spider-Man, one is Chasm. There's a, a new costume um Spider-Woman. There's uh the Rose. There's the Electra Daredevil, which is a fairly new character. And I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. I think there's got to be more than that. What's interesting about the wave is two things. One, no Build-A-Figure. At all. None. Two, minimal accessories. Although at this point, no one should be surprised that the amount of accessories has been just incredibly decreased. It may just be another pair of hands. I think with Electra, it's like a pair of hands and a pair of thigh. Uh, the rose, I think he has the rose. He may also have one set of hands. It's bare minimum accessories. But the most shocking thing, and we've covered this on the program, is Hasbro's switch to plasticless packaging. This whole line is coming on blister cards. Plastic bubble blister cards. So what did that last for? Three waves, four waves. And they look, some of them look like the classic Spider-Man, like Toy Biz Spider-Man cards, which they have said they were going to continue to do collector's releases on those cards with the plastic bubble, like the Spider-Man um you know, uh, Toy Biz updates they've done. I don't even know, 10 of them by now. Um, and so a couple of these look like that that Spider-Man retro card. And the other ones just look like a new card. All of them with plastic bubble. So plastic packaging back, at least in this wave. Minimal accessories. Uh, and uh, no Build-A-Figure. So n- no one knows what the fuck is going on. Dan Yoon, who is one of the marketing guys, Marvel Legends, apparently on his social media said there will be other Build-A-Figure waves in 23. And their recent um, uh, video vomit where they tell us everything about what's coming up, they did show a whole bunch of lines. So not surprised there that some of them will be Build-A-Figure, but no idea what. So there you go. Um, you said it's plasticless packaging. How, how, what was that just like in a closed box so you couldn't see the figure? Yeah. Cardboard couldn't see the figure. Hmm. The, the figure and the, the figure and the accessories are, are wrapped in like wax paper. You know, the accessories in a little wax envelope and the figure in a little wax paper all held on the inside by cardboard sort of bracers and things. So yeah, no, no plastic. I mean, I get that that's, that that's environmentally friendly, but man, that just kills all the, takes all the nostalgia out of action figures. right? And, and also leads to figure swaps, which is you buy the figure, you go home, you put in, Oh, I don't know. Some shit figure. And return it. A couple of rocks. Yeah. If you can get the rocks to sit in there without moving around, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's um, ch- who in Target is checking? 
Yeah. You know, who's Walmart? They're not checking anything. He says, I'm returning this. All right. And toss it in the bin. And that's it. It's done. All right. I want to go back to a Target exclusive. Uh, I believe you, you bought this Target exclusive for your good friend when you were out visiting in New Jersey. And that is the Dungeon Master and Avenger uh, 2 pack. And I, then, did, I ordered it from Target. Yeah. And then there's who's out right now of the of the kids. There's is there three of the kids? It's 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 Uni and um and Bobby. Uni, Bobby, Hank, and Diana. Right. And Dungeon Master and Venger. Yeah. Um sandwich Still to have come. You, have you opened Sheila, it? Sheila. No. Presto. No, no, no. What? I guess if I opened the toy, I said no. Oh, Sheila Presto. And Eric still to come. They're on pre-order now. So what are you going to say, Scott, that they suck? I heard the quality wasn't great. Yeah. I mean, it isn't. Okay. (laughs) It isn't. They did a shit job on them. And yeah, I mean, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're just, but it's the only ones you're ever going to get. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's it. My, the decision is, do you spend $200 on a set of dungeon mass dungeons and dragons cartoon figures? Or not? Yeah. And so the answer I have, is yes? I have one of the statue sets also. I can't remember which one. And um, I kind of... I think it's Iron Studios. One. I wanted to say Iron Studios. I think it well. is, but I don't remember. Anyway, the point is, is I, I have those. Those look amazing. The figures, eh. They don't look really... I'm sorry. They just don't look good, really, to me at all um so uh yeah but i got them i'll tell you what i'm not getting the movie figures i may get the owl bear because it might display nice with grim sword and war duke which i am getting but i'm not getting those movie figures they look like garbage the one that's supposed to be michelle rodriguez uh i don't even know who it looks like it look, kind of looks like carlos mencia <laughs> I'm gonna so, get that. One. I mean, I'm gonna get that figure, and I'm gonna put it with uh, a 68 charger and play Fast and Furious instead. Well, you can play Fast and Ridiculous because those those figures are awful. And you know, I am a D and D completist, and this is an official, technically an official product. And I'll tell you another thing: I'm not getting. I'm not getting the transformable dice figures either that transform dice and transform it no i'm not getting that garbage either turns into a what a there's a beholder one what was the other one there's a i don't dragon even one. know there's a dragon one i don't even i played with the dragon one i don't even remember where i played with the dragon one for like 40 minutes somewhere and it was just retarded like i just was like i so wasn't into it at all and so i'm not getting that either so okay how then mr sandwich does this affect my wheelhouse? What do you mean? So if I'm not getting everything, mm-hmm. what kind of wheelhouse is this? I don't know the the word for it. So I'm not a completist. Semi wheelhouse. I don't know. What's that? A semi wheelhouse? No, there's a term. You had a term. A soft soft wheelhouse oh yeah no soft soft focus would be within the wheelhouse yeah technically you could say that the role-playing game is a is a focus of my collecting uh in D D because i get everything there 
Um, that wouldn't, I mean, technically that's not a soft focus. A soft focus might be action figures. Meaning if I get the owl bear, but I don't get the rest of them from the movie, then action figures would be a soft focus. So that's what it means. Did you see the, the, the super seven dungeons and dragons figures that, that are the, like the book covers? Yeah. So those are, yeah, those are reaction figures. Honestly, somewhere someday those are going to be on clearance and i may get them then right because there's no way am i bucks a buying right now first of all there's so many reaction figures out in the world right now anyway that i wouldn't i probably wouldn't buy them i, I probably wouldn't buy them any and they always turn up in clearance and these D ones have no basis in that right they're characters from books from the covers the covers of like Folio. you know it's a what have you seen those sandwich? I think it's a Dijin, and I've I think it's it, some yeah. sorceress from I'm not even sure what book that is. She's from the basic and, set. You got the, the sorceress from and the, the basic Gith, set. And the Githyanki from uh uh from Unearthed Arcana. Those are the three characters. Fiendfolio, but okay. Oh, it's Fiendfolio, yeah, yeah you're right. Uh it, it's it, those are the characters, and it's kind of like okay, but no, I'm I'm not gonna no. I'll get them on clearance somewhere. They'll honestly, they'll be in a dollar bin or a $3 bin at some show, you know, five years from now or, or sooner five months from now. And, uh, that's when I'll pick them up, but I'm, I'm not going to pay full price for reaction figures. They always go on clearance. I really, honestly, I shouldn't pay full price for anything super seven because it all goes on clearance. For example, they just dropped TMNT, uh, series 10. And I was... And I haven't, I, I've only gotten one TMNT Super 7 figure sandwich. Do you remember what it is? Super 7 one? It's one of my focuses. Osaga Yojimbo. No, they haven't done him yet. Oh, okay. Um... Soft focus, not soft focus. A focus within my. So TMNT. within TMNT, I know you yeah. get, I guess Usagi counts sort of. He does. No, he's a focus. Um, the robot dude. The robot dude. No, that's no. not him. Then. Is that the super adaptoid? No, I definitely am not getting that. Mm. The answer is Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Yeah. So I got. I the keep Casey thinking it's Jones. someone way off the beaten path. <laughs> right. So they've just announced the new wave. Now let's remember also what Super Seven Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys are supposed to be. They're supposed to be the ultimate version, six-inch scale, of the toys that we had as children. So the coloring is the same. The character kind of looks the same, but he's updated a little bit. They might have some additional accessories that they didn't have before. Well, guess what? Wave 10 is the Rat King, who doesn't look anything like the Rat King from the original toy. Or I'm not even sure where this design comes from. Um, there's like a rock and roll, I want to say Leo, which I think might be an update on an original figure, maybe. Um, I'm forgetting one. But the, the one that draws my, my attention is a Eastman and Laird, Eastman and Laird, Casey Jones. Which actually fits two wheelhouses of mine, Casey Jones and anything 
Eastman and Laird designed, which pissed me off because that's not what this line is supposed to be. Where's my Usagi Ojimbo? Where's my space Usagi? You know, those are the ones that I was I was hoping for, but no. So there you go. More toy news. And with that, you want to take us to a break? And with that, we will take that break, uh, West Coast Scott. And we'll be right back with this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 713. And 13, right? 713. 713. Episode 713, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real onset stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. 
The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hi, this is Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you're listening to me here on Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Yeah. Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the Sandwich Shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale. Hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received. Fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Go ahead, start it. Then we can explain why Sandwich is losing it. Sandwich is out. <laughs> sandwich is gone. Oh my sandwich? Gosh. Sandwich, yeah. are you there? I'm Do you to explain why you're dying laughing? Um. So... West Coast Scott, our lovely producer, has a wonderful soundboard full of many wonderful noises and sounds. And in a rush to Kenobi, he uh, went for something else. It's uh, he got you. He's he's looking for it now. Yeah. Well, I was so <laughs> Kev got him, and then he went for the Kenobi. Hit it's D. It, hello there. It's hello there. <laughs> and I. It's hello there. It's D. Hello there. It's the end. It's 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 the end. Hello there. It's, we're now what we are with with this wonderful new ability we've downloaded, where we can just 
keep throwing sounds at one another. Now we're like every annoying radio station <laughs> that just shouts out in the middle of every song. And then you get maybe a minute of the song at the end. And then the guy runs the next song. That's what we, we can do now. So we can just remix sounds together. It's always been my dream. Always been my dream to do that. We can even mention our friend OG. Ooh, the lolly. I mean, you know, it's great. Wonderful. So exciting. So many wonderful things here in segment two. Oh, what are we going to talk about in segment two? Um, I, I did not get the chance to talk about Biblical Adventures Kickstarter. Yeah, that, that was the those were the Jesus figure. Well, it was, it's not all Jesus. There was, but there was several different the, Jesus. Yeah, recu- Bible inspired uh, action figure line. Now I didn't get a chance to talk about it, but I did listen to you guys talk about it, and I wanted to revisit it because I wanted to point out some things that I thought we didn't get. By the way, it funded. Yes. So, um, congratulations uh, to our friend. Uh, Chris, whose line that is. Uh, so congratulations on that. Um, and I can say with uh, uh, no humility whatsoever that I backed this project. Um, and I backed it because I think I think in the discussion that you guys had, there were a couple of things, and I wanted to revisit and just hit a couple of those things. Well, we said you would um, be all about the Army Builder the army builders in there because yeah well builder. i don't know which one of you boneheads uh said oh well we probably shouldn't tell kev about this because they're army builders well you were correct <laughs> that you shouldn't have told me if i didn't already know i have already seen these figures i've seen them live i've held one or two in my hands um and they're really really great quality at least the 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 protos that i saw really really great stuff really great quality but the one thing i wanted to bring to to everyone's uh, attention um and i'm counting on uh you i guess scott and you sandwich to have this open so that you can kind of uh play along with me because i can't look because i don't have another device that isn't bringing this show to the masses at the moment so i can't look um, but I wanted to I wanted to point out a couple of things that I thought you guys m- maybe missed, or you might have said, or you might have insinuated, or, or something like that. Now, the first thing I want to say, of course, is this line obviously is not going to be for everybody because you know it's just not it's just not going to be for everybody. These are religious icons; their takes on religious icons, and so on and so forth. Um, and I get it. And, and it, the point is not lost on me that this line is not for everybody. And yet there are some fun things about this line from our perspective, like the force ghost Jesus. Yes. That's my favorite part. My favorite part. You know? Yeah. Which I think is, I think, I think it is funny. I I don't know. I, I think it's funny, but that said, I wanted to point out a couple of things about these and one of them is if you open sort of any of them, like, do you like the one, like there's one of the angels. I can't remember which one it is. He's kind of got red in him and maybe blue. He's got like a red scarfy looking thing. Do you see that one on there? I'm looking. There's the, there's like the angel army builder and the demon army builder. Let me see if I can find the angel. No, he's specific. About. It's like the Archangel Michael. Michael, right? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Yes. So the thing that I wanted to point out 
Uh, and one of the things I think that makes this line really cool, um, you know, one, it's the balls of an independent toy guy to make biblical action figures. You got to give Chris credit for that right out of the gate. Two, it's not that he has just sort of said, okay, I want to do religious characters because maybe there's a market to be served by making religious action figures. Uh, and so I'm just going to create my own designs. There is another kickstarter i don't remember the name of it this one is is this one biblical adventures yes or yeah, biblical adventures D13 there's another days. one i don't know one of scott maybe you can look this up since sandwich has the biblical adventures of there's another one and we don't say the name of it um uh uh per se we can but, but we don't have to i'm not as big of a fan as uh, of those those are kind of like those are kind of like fantasy takes on not even biblical characters. It's kind of like angels and demons sort of, but I can't, it's something legends. Like it's not Bible legends or something. I don't know something. If you find it, Scott, let me know the point about these that I wanted to point out, which I think makes them cool is the fact that um, the designs are all based in actual artwork. So, for example, look at that sandwich. Look at that Archangel Michael, the one that I pointed out. Yes. Do you see in the bottom? Bottom right. Somewhere in the listing. Yeah. In the bottom right, there's the inspiration uh, art piece. Yeah. That's the inspiration for the figure. So one of the things that I want to point out that I think is really cool is that these all have some sort of inspiration in actual art. You know, you have that other one that's based on like an old, like a statue or a fountain. You know, it's another angel and he looks kind of all old bronzy. You know, that greenish blue color that bronzy turns, you know? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to look for it. That might be Michael also, but like a... Yeah, the Fontaine St. Michael. Yeah, so like there's that figure based on the... The, the you know the 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 materials of the fountain and so there's a photo of that go to go to one of those demons sandwich go to any one of the, the i think there's two different demons right isn't there am i remembering that right so yeah there's one called pig face yeah that one looks cool um uh, oh yeah again, it's got like art at the bottom of it showing yeah, so if you go to the bottom of the if you go to the kick first of all you should go to the kickstarter and check it out if you go to the bottom right, I think on all of them, right? If you go down there, you can see the painting that has inspired the figure. That is unique in uh, 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 something uh, like the action figure world. Now everyone is going to immediately, I know, go ahead, call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And tell me that all comic book action figures are based on comic book drawings. I get it. Not what I'm saying. What you don't have is a line of action figures that are based on classical representations, uh, uh, paintings from 300 years ago or 200 years ago, whatever it is. The point is, is that this, at least to me, feels very unique and I think the execution is really well done. And so, yes, I did back this project. Yes, I will be getting all of the angels. And will I get a couple of 
multiples so that I can army build? Probably yes. Probably yes. Will I get the demons? I don't know if I'm going to get the demons. I kind of like the idea of just sort of having an angel, six-inch angel army standing on my shelf, uh, you know, with some classic designs based on those classic pieces of art. Maybe I get some demons. Maybe I'm setting them up in a battle sort of sequence. I don't know. You know, do all of the figures in the line appeal to me? No. I don't have an interest in sort of the... The I know you guys were talking about Moses, old Moses, new Moses, and everything else. Although the old Moses kind of looks like the Charlton Heston Moses a little bit, I could maybe you know kind of justify that one a little bit if I if I thought I could get him sort of in that Ten Commandments pose when he's split in the river, you know, mm -hmm. that's interesting. You you could do I, history I of the world part one instead. I have these fifteen commandments. Yeah, and just have one broken at his feet. Ten, ten commandments. That would be funny. Um, but, you, you know, like something like that, Like it's kind of like how can this fit into uh, something that I, you know, in something that I like? Is it something that I have an interest in? Um, you know, I'm trying to remember. Isn't there one that's like, um, there's one that's like a Jewish priest or something, right? Isn't that one of them? It looks like, let, let's be honest. It looks like the costume Belloc is wearing at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark when he opens the Ark. You know, and I think Belloc's costume is probably based on the artwork on which this figure is based, maybe. So you have that kind of tie-in. You know what I mean? And you have accessories. You have soft goods. You have all of these things. Great articulation and everything else. And so if you're like a religious person and you haven't seen the characters that you enjoy represented in action figure form, this might well be for you. But the fact that it's not just some, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to design my Michael, the archangel versus, okay, what's a really famous payment of uh, painting of Michael, the archangel classic. Oh, it's that one with the thing with the red, in the blue, whatever it is, I'm going to make a figure based on that painting. That I think is, is unique for non comic book toys. How about that? This isn't a movie, not based on a movie, not based on comic books, based on classic artists, interpretations of these characters. That to me feels unique. Hey, and I'll say this also looking down like all the way at the bottom, you can just get, extra bodies and hands so that you can to, to put the extra heads to use right yeah not, not every i mean like, that's like considerate to the collector right not everybody does that right exactly exactly and i think i think smarter toy makers do that but not all of them no and you know i, I, I there's any number of lines that you can check out that do that sort of thing so i you know i think that's i think it's really great and so yeah, I, I think the idea of I'm I'm what I'm tossing back and forth between now is I'm pretty sure, and I would have to reread this and, and maybe one of you, maybe you can skim through Scott. I'm pretty sure if you back at a level that gets you one figure or two figures or whatever that level is, I think that gives you then access to the backer kit, which means you can then buy 
I think sort of whatever you want out of the first, I think they're done by, isn't it like book one, book two, book three, something like that. Yes. So I'm hoping that some of these other stretch goals open because I know some of those other figures, I don't think they've shown them all, but I know what some of them are. I'm not going to say, but I know what some of them are and they would be of interest to me if I was going to do some sort of, uh, you know, heavenly sort of display, either an army of angels or some sort of angel demon battle thing. Uh, I would want to have those other figures from those unlocks released. So, um, so that's what I'll say about that. Um, some of the accessories, some of the stretch goals and things I know are amusing, you know, and I had a little chuckle at them also. But the one thing that I wanted to say was, is that from a religious standpoint of which I am not, uh, uh, I'm not religious. I, I just like cool toys. That's my religion, I guess. Um, uh, the fact that these things like the bowl, uh, which is what I think it was referred to as during the show, um, and some of the other ones that are there, I don't know, you guys have it in front of you. You can tell me what they are. Um, those things, not only do they look really cool, but in terms of display, for some of the specific characters, you know, if you're building that kind of display, those sort of accessories sort of build out that collection. They enhance that collection. Enhance. You know, it's in, in my opinion, it's my opinion, but I wanted to make sure that I was able to share my opinion because I, again, I find the concept here interesting and I find the execution based on original uh, uh, paintings, uh, you know, the kind of paintings that you see in churches and museums and things, because there was a period there where biblical and uh, 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 heavenly subjects were the only subjects. Uh, and figures based on those paintings and things, I think is really interesting. That said, you know, there is also like... Um, that was just released kind of along the same lines, not part of this Kickstarter, but there was like a Mona Lisa figure. I think that was released really recently. And there have been other ones in the past. Maybe uh, the scream by Edward Munch uh, uh, is a very famous painting, which I also think somebody did an action figure for like, a, you know, like a good one and some other, you know, sort of, it's really an interesting idea. Is it for everyone? No. Is it for people who have a sense of whimsy and appreciate classic art? Maybe. Is it for religious people? Maybe it is in the sense that if you're a toy collector and your religion, uh, 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 Christian, Catholic, whatever, uh, something on, of which these figures portray, let, let's say uh, you're a person of the Jewish faith. Well, you, you there's a Jewish priest guy in there moses is is you know i if i understand the jewish faith correctly it kind of is like the old testament and then they kind of deviate a bit the new testament goes one way and i think they go a different way that said moses is definitely old testament you know that that sort of jewish priest guy 
the golden calf, all that's all Old Testament stuff. So you have people who may have an interest in having those representations. So that's kind of it. Yeah, that's kind of definitely what I wanted to share. Some, some of those accessories does it, it. I think it it looks like the Ark of the Covenant a little bit there too. You could uh, you could get. I a think little, that little is Indiana one of the Jones action happening now. Some of the accessories, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think there's kind of like the the like a fire pit or something that, or I don't know, maybe that hasn't been released yet. I haven't looked in the last couple of days, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, but whatever it is, there's a bunch of different things that are either already there or are available in stretch goals and things that are inter- they're interesting choices for accessories. And don't forget, you can have, like everything we say about every toy line, it doesn't have to stick strictly in its own universe. You know what I mean? If the Archangel Michael, for example, is fighting Mephisto, I'm not going to have a problem with that. You know what I mean? If I have demons who, you know, from this line that are squaring off with my uh, John Constantine figure, that's just an that's just a way to, uh, uh, what do you call it? Sort of expand the display possibilities for your john constantine figure and force ghost jesus can be your kenobi hello there you could have force ghost jesus right next to your your i don't even know did they do six inch force ghost ben kenobi or or any of those i don't even remember if they did i don't even know if they did kenobi they did. Um, Hello there. Don't try to t- stay quiet. I've got headphones on. I can hear you. Hey, uh-oh. lolly. I'm, I'm getting. A, I'm getting a hotline from executive executive vice president of Geek Stuff, uh, Matt OG. Apparently, there's an echo over on the uh, on the Instagram. Just letting you know, Kev. Oh, there is. Yeah. So. Well, unfortunately, I don't think we can do anything about the echo over on the Instagram. So. Oh man, we're gonna we're all gonna get called into the uh, yep. the office and get we're in trouble. We're all man. gonna. I'll try to figure it out this week. Damn it. I've been in the principal's office in like a month. You were doing so good. You were doing so good. I was on a great streak. (laughs) Who's telling us that? That that was the OG line directly from the executive vice president. Oh, really? Oh, it came directly from him? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So. Fine. uh, Anyway. Let's let's move let's uh, move on and kind of as we as we wind down uh, segment two here. Um, let's see. Well, let's say Biblical Ad- Adventures is I think is the name of the Kickstarter. So go yes. over there, check it out, look at the figures, and see where if you have a six inch collection, is there some way that you know one do they appeal to you at all? Because I think they're excellently done. That's one. Two, do you have a place or a, a or a desire? to have these in your collection either as a set of their own meaning you know they uh you know they just stand on their own this is my my biblical characters collection or do they um enhance some other aspect of your collection or displays that's number two and then three get in there and back it so that you people unlock some of these stretch goals so that I can get more army builders for sandwich to enjoy when my aneurysm happens. (laughs) 
It, it, they'll go if you get the demons. They'll go great with that one figure we bought the other day, um, at that one convention. Remember that one? <laughs> it's about no. the same scale, right? <laughs> you guys sound like you're in the mafia. The place, the no. thing. We gotta take care of that thing. We're gonna go over there. We're no, take not care of that, that thing. thing. The other thing. The other thing. No, he knows what I'm talking about. That's why I, I, I honestly don't. You don't know. You don't. Know. You don't, you no. don't know. The right, demons so. would go good with something we bought at what was that the convention we went to with Alex? Yeah, yeah, that. That really expensive one you bought. No, we went to two conventions. Oh, you son of a. <laughs> That's a 12 inch figure, sir. Oh, oh okay. Never yeah. supposed to mention that figure on this program. So I'll I didn't mention you. anything. I'll thank for... you. I'll it. thank you for that. I didn't and mention that's a anything about the toy, figure and that would go bag with these are six inch figures. I was asking if the scaling would work. <laughs> you know the scaling doesn't work. All right, you son of a bitch. I'm, I'm gonna bail you out here, Kev. I've been waiting to ask you some questions on some stuff uh, while you were away. Oh, um, the I may have taken care. I may have taken care of the echo. Oh, good. I don't know. All right. So if OG or whoever, whoever his representative is, is piping in. They they may I they I may have taken care of it. I'm not sure. I think I did. I'm okay. not sure. So so tell me, The Walking Dead is is done now. Yes. Yes. Did you watch? Have you are you done with it or have you not no, caught up? No, I'm actually honestly I'm a couple of seasons behind, and the reason is because I I'm not going to pay for AMC to watch it. Okay. So the it's last not, thing not on like I a Paramount saw, or anything. No. I mean, it's on Netflix, but they, I think it's on Netflix, but they're yeah, also like a couple four, of seasons, four or five behind. seasons behind. Yeah. yeah. So I may be able to start watching on one of those on that venue, but I'm not paying for AMC. There's no way. Um, and I don't even know, I don't even know if any of my ubiquitous clandestine partners in streaming crime have AMC. If if one of you do reach out because I I would really love to honestly just bang out those last couple of seasons because I'm a huge fan of that show. The last season I saw is the one. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! The last one I saw is when whatever it was six or seven. It was the it was the one where the the whisperers the, right. that ended. That ended with oh, so Negan, Negan doing what Negan did. If you know, you know. That's so you, the you, last. You go into the last, like, hurrah, basically. No, well, I think there the were. The last two... big arc, at least story-wise. I think there were two seasons after that, though. I yeah, think. but I'm saying that's at it's least all part maybe of the, three. Because if, if, I'm pretty sure they finished, they continued with the comics. After that was, like, the last big arc. I, I don't, I don't remember. Ended. So I think, yeah. So yeah, you don't have much to go. You're not no, I don't have much then. to go, but I'm not going to pay for AMC to do it. It's basically what it is. You're, you're and then at some point, I think AMC locked them all down. Also, did Fear, is Fear the Walking Dead still going? Are we sure? So it is. It is. And I've seen the first, definitely the first season. I might have been halfway through the second and I kind of was like, uh, I'll get back to it. And I, then that I other they were show fold that in, they, the and they didn't ever fold fear in. No, they they. I've never heard plans for them to fold that in. They so they, they, they had crossover think, characters exactly. They have the, characters from the timelines don't Dead work out. Right? One, one, at least one I know of. Yeah. Um, and it was a good character, and it was nice to see the crossover. Yeah. And but there was that that other show also with the kids. 
Yeah, I feel like it lasted only one season. I don't think it made it to a season two. I don't think it did either, but I watched the first episode and I was kind of like, it didn't really do it for me. So now we have, now is it a movie that's coming with? Is it coming though? Well, yeah, because because I think uh, Andrew Lincoln and Denai Gawara or whatever her name is, um, uh, Michonne, I think they've said that that they are doing something. And I think that will reunite those characters, at least. Um, I don't know if that's a made for AMC movie, if that's going to be a movie theater thing. I don't know the. The Carol and Daryl show, I think now is just going to be Daryl. That's what I was going to ask. It looks like it's no longer Carol and Daryl. It's just Daryl Dixon. I think, I think, I've heard two things. One, I heard she decided she was done, which I was like, really? Because I don't see her going off. And not, not that I, not, I think she's, I think she's a fine actress. Don't get me wrong. Carol's one of my favorite characters. Mm on walking dead i loved her character and that that story arc of her i thought was really great that is that aside um one i heard that she was just done and she decided to be done but the other thing that i heard was that they're moving production of that show or the show takes place in europe in france and she doesn't want to go that was the other thing that I heard. How so one might have precipitated. What's that? How in the hell would they get to France? I don't yeah. know. But one, sounds I dumb. think one decision may have precipitated the other. Meaning they might have said, you know what? We're going to do this. is going to be in France and la, la, la. And she was like, oh, okay. I don't know. I think I might be done. Oh, it's going to be in France? Yeah, I'm done. So I don't know. And then- I, I think, and I haven't seen, I don't know. I think. Did it? Is it over? Is the final episode there? So if that's the yeah. case, there there may be, and again, I don't know, there may be something out there that says, well, this is what happened at the end, and that's why it's going to be in France or whatever the situation is. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the point is, is that I don't think, no, I don't, it's definitely not Daryl and Carol anymore. I think it's just Daryl. Yeah. I feel like it would be Darryl so. Carol show for a long time. I'm surprised to see that change. Yeah. I and I think, think... Be... So, you go. No, no, go ahead. I just feel like it'd be so weird because I remember at least in the comics, it was a big deal where it's like, oh, we connected the railroad between like the East Coast and the West Coast. It was a big deal. They had just done it by the time that Carl was like 30. And now you're telling me before that, and I understand we have modern boats. So sure, you could do the boating from the US to France, I guess, but that's still far. And, you know, that's a bit of a stretch. If that's, I don't, that's I don't jumping know. a shark. Well, I, we also don't know because there were there was a helicopter at least, wasn't there? Yeah, so but that can't get across the ocean. It's but a plane can. I mean, so yeah. If a helicopter, if, if, still if that's what they're doing, yeah, I just didn't know if they if they're, they're going to say they have that technology. I just honestly have no idea. And we, if they didn't answer that question at the end of the series, if the end of the series has happened, and I really don't know if it has, if they didn't answer that question at the end of the series one assumes the opening of whatever Daryl's show is going to be uh, Daryl and the walking dead. I don't know. I don't even know if they've announced the it's name. Just Daryl friends. Daryl Dixon is the name of the show. Oh, Daryl and friends. If they are, it, it, you know, it may be the beginning of that show. Maybe it doesn't start 
in France. Maybe it starts in the U.S. and part of the journey is how does he get to France or Europe or wherever the hell this is supposed to take place. That's entirely possible. I, w- I want a Golden Girls uh, opening with Daryl Dixon just killing zombies. With the same song in the background and everything. Thank you for being, for being a dead. friend. No, no. Thank you for <laughs> being the dead. You're blocking the road and back again. Your heart is dead. You're a corpse and you're falling down. And you're in my way. <laughs> you're in my way. That's a good one, too. But, yeah, I, I don't know, honestly. And now I know, I think there's another show in development, or am I confusing that with whatever the Andrew Lincoln uh, and Michonne deny Guaria? I always forget how to say her name. Um, I don't recall now if that's going to be another show or if it's going to be a one-off, like a two-hour movie or a mini series or something that kind of wraps up those characters one presumes that's the purpose of it mm-hmm. um but somehow i feel like they'll have to reunite them hopefully with their kids yeah so and then we'll see how they end that if they end it yeah the i mean, way or a new way yeah and again since i don't know since i don't know how the series ended we don't know how stuff ended with the kids either Mm-hmm. So I guess we're just going to have to, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait and see. And, and this or, may or be... Someone's going to come out of the woodwork and say, hey, Kev, here's my AMC login. Get in there and watch that shit. If you, you want to share uh, your AMC login, call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. We will uh, not we, broadcast yeah, We that. will not you broadcast will, your AMC. You will not hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. Unless you, you will make just, a comment, then we'll edit the number out. and just. You, you, will, you will see your account being invaded by kevin that's it's called borrowing sir and it's perfectly legal so the, I, I wasn't saying invade in a bad way there's also going like to be a friendly invasion oh the walking dead dead city which is a negan spinoff probably a spoiler that negan doesn't oh that maybe ever. maybe that's the one that i heard of that was being developed because you know they're trying to play negan as redeemed in the last season and so is it going to be him and what's her name uh, what's his name? Maggie. 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 Is it going to be Negan and Maggie? That's weird to me, but I mean, I again, I haven't seen the seasons, so I can't say how their you know interactions have developed because I'm like at least I feel like it's probably three or four seasons behind. Mm-hmm. Got to be. It's got to be at least two or three, at least. I think it's just two. Well, even if it's just two, then it's two. Uh, you know, here's the thing. It, it's funny because literally just this morning. I don't know why it kind of popped into my head, but I was thinking about um, what was the, what was like the guy that Negan put the iron to his face. What was that guy's name? Dwayne. Dwayne. Uh, Dwight. Wasn't it Dwight? Dwight. 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 So, yeah. And, and I'm just like, I'm like, how do you redeem a dude that like irons the guy's face, bashes Glenn's that's, head that's in? That's the worst thing. How do you thing? redeem that guy? No, I'm, I'm saying he that's killed. That, because he burned a dude with an iron? What about the dude he took the bat to his head? Well, no, I, I said right after that, I said he bashed Glenn's head in with a bat. What about the Glenn pinata? Right. So, so I, that think, how can, do you redeem? That wasn't candy it? coming out of there either. No. I think the comic did a great job of not redeeming him, but showing him trying to like make a space that works in the world. Because, you know, I've read the comics recently, so 
you know, I, it's more fresh in my mind. It, it's surviving. It, it, oh, yeah. It's surviving. Like, and I'm, I'm, I, I, again, I haven't watched it, so I don't know. So, you know, maybe when I finish it, we could, we could talk about it or, or yeah. something. I it's mean, so you at least seen the whisperers part. So, I mean, that was a big thing for his character. It's like, I'm going to do this for you guys. And then he does what he has to do. And that's part of the like, building trust but that's that's the whole thing is negan's perspective his motivation isn't that he he's not a bad guy it's he's doing what has to be done if you don't no, if you he's don't a rule... bad guy okay no, no. he's a bad guy he's okay. definitely a bad guy i don't think but i don't think he's portrayed that way in the series in the sense of trying to survive in that world you know i kind of i understand it i don't agree with it but i understand it and two, the fact that they, what I found funny, really, or not funny, I guess, well, funny, yeah, is the fact that they dispatched other people without, you know, with, without batting an eye. But Negan, <laughs> they not only leave alive in prison, feed, and, you know, give some sort of redemption opportunity to, uh, uh, y- y- you know, that's what they do with Negan, who was the head of this group that was just killing people. But the people, you know, other people throughout the show that they've come across that were just kind of like, all right, the people who were eating people, yeah, they had to go. But there were other people who were just kind of like raiders, just like Negan or, or you know, worked for Negan. And they just dispatched those people. Oh, yeah. Well, in the comic, they do a good job of like, even Rick's like, I'm not a good person. <laughs> I did bad things. Yeah, Negan says that, I think, in the series. And so, you know, like, I I get it. I get that they're trying to, you know, I just, I don't, I would not consider him a good person. I would consider him a person who made regrettable choices while trying to survive. I also think. Bad choices, evil choices even. So. I also think we're at a point where I don't think we need more Walking Dead content (laughs) on television, considering the show has been out for almost 13 years i mean like i, I have no problem with not only do i not have a problem with that world i'm preparing to back uh, another kickstarter there's like a walking dead role-playing game that's cool which that's is which is basically role-playing in the world of the walking dead so you know everyone creates a character and we're like all right now we're trying to survive i think zombie side but I guess, but it's, yeah, but it's what not, it's not a role fight playing other than, other no, but than like the... long forms. I'm saying like, you're like really RPAing it, not just doing it. Yeah, I guess I, I want to do that. that as a campaign. I think it would be the, the way I'd play it. If I'm being totally honest, the way I would probably want to play that is you play yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can create a character. That's fine. But try playing yourself. It's, it's the, what if, what would you do during a zombie apocalypse? Mm-hmm. Let's find out. I feel like the leveling progression for a game like this would be weird. I feel like it wouldn't be a leveling game. It would just be like, how long can you go camping? That's, you know what? I think the best, possibly one of the best video games of all time would be one. There, There is one. It was, a, it was a reskin of some games, a PC game, and it was hyper-realistic. And it was basically like you were in the world of The Walking Dead. It's not Walking Dead. It's zombies. But it was hyper-realistic. Like if you jumped off – let's say you jumped off a wall, right? Mm -hmm. There was – based on the height of the wall and the surface you landed, there was a a distinct possibility that you could sprain your ankle. 
Yeah. <laughs> and if you sprained your ankle, your movement was slowed. And if you broke your leg, your movement was slowed a lot and you had to find health things to fix it and it would take time. And over time you would heal. I don't remember the name of it. I honestly don't. But I remember seeing people play it at the time. And this is a very long time ago. Um, it was amazing. The best game in the world would be an open world game just like that. And you know, when that character dies, by the way, it dies. You have mm -hmm. to go and start another character. Oh, hold on. Hold on. OG is calling. I don't <laughs> Get think in my office right now. I think it was OG. It's the banker. Here's his offer. <laughs> anyway, we should probably bring this Deep episode cut. to a close. All right. Uh, we can do that. Just real quick on the AMC front. Oh, wait. Do we, do we have a video game? Do we have a video game uh, uh, stinger? I do not have a video game stinger. What? There isn't a video game news no, thing? No. And that was your weekly video game video news. Video game news. Today. No, nothing. Yesterday, tomorrow. Well, as soon as uh, I can escape this program, the brand new season of Fortnite has started. Rumor has it the design is Neo Tokyo. One There's a big Neo Tokyo. What's that? There's a big city that's like Neo Tokyo. Yeah. And so what I'm really hoping also is that we maybe, I don't know, maybe get some Akira skins. There are anime skins, but not Akira skins. You, you, you heard not it, folks. Yet, sir. It only started today. The only thing I'm just saying, as of right Kev, now. The only thing between Kev and Fortnite is you people and this show that you make him do every week. He would, much rather, he would much rather you be people. playing Fortnite, but you people, dear listeners, are in And the I way. could be playing it with my friend, except for you people who decide to run Pathfinder at, you know, 9 o'clock at night on a Friday. Just saying. I play, I play games on Friday nights. I've been doing it. Yeah, it's great. But, you know, like when and, and when I'm like, oh, hey, sandwich is online, uh, Mumbles and Cousin Dave. Let's get him in here. No, I'm playing with my other friends. If I had a nickel for every set of other friends that you play it's with. It's the same other friends. I'm sorry. I've known them since I was, uh, you know, since okay, we were children. If you had if I had a nickel for every time you're playing with other people and you don't lower yourself to play with. Well, let's be honest, Dave. Uh it, it's just hurtful. Just saying. There Once have been in a while, times, you can be like, you know there, what? Other there, friends since there, birth, I'm going to play with these retards there, tonight. So. Exactly. Listen, there have been so many times where I have been downed, and I, I, you know, Dave should know. He doesn't. You know? And I say, hey, Dave, look left. For those and who don't know, right. I'm looking yeah, right. I know. I know. And then I'm mining. You know, Still, you know what? Let's be honest, though. Can I be? Can we be honest? Because you know he's going to call in now because we said his name more than three times. The GVM line. So can, I need to say one seven three zero two five percent. Yeah, he knows it. <laughs> he probably has it tattooed on his arm, which probably in some other way got him hurt. Also, so, so he can remember it. So he's old. Let, let me say this: as as per and and Dave is not cousin Dave is not terrible at Fortnite. He's not great but he's not terrible, right? None of us are great, honestly. I think Mumbles is pretty good, and I know that's going to come back to haunt me that I said that. Sandwich is really good, and that's the truth. I'm not great, but I'm okay. Dave's not great, but Dave's not great. Now, that said, I think, and Sandwich, you tell me if you think I'm wrong here. 
I think Dave is pretty damn good at GTA. Yes. Now, why is it that Dave is really good at GTA, but not good at Fortnite? This is my dilemma. I don't understand why. I wish I had a good answer for that. Yeah, Dave was also really great at Red Dead Redemption. And Red Dead Redemption 2. But Fortnite, I don't know. He's just not, I don't know. He just hasn't, it hasn't clicked for him. I don't know why. But it's great. We have the greatest time playing together. And yeah, we we yell and we get angry. You should have did this and you should have went there and so on. It's fine. That's part of the fun of playing with your friends. At least those friends. Just saying. Be nice if, you know, you spread out the friendship playing a little bit, you know, between all your many groups of friends sandwich. Fair. It's fair. Okay, can you bring this show to a close now? Because I'm really dying to see what this Neo Tokyo nonsense is. All right. Well, be sure to follow the show uh, on all the different websites. Uh, just go to the link tree, right? Linktree slash TNG. You can find the Patreon there. Support us over on Patreon. Uh, you can contact the show at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. No, my thing! Uh, <laughs> I'm not special anymore. I'm just going to make that a, uh, a a button and then I can just press it and then we don't need you at all. Oh, no, it'll take way more things. Oh, that's horrible. Just do it like uh, no, I don't, don't want to be a downloaded sandwich. <laughs> sandwich just, sandwich. Sandwich, what do you think? Sandwich thinks this. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. The best quote ever. Alpha, I'm Michael. so happy this is in the soundboard. <laughs> I love it. It'll never get old. Oh uh, well, what's your uh, what's your social media sandwich? You can find me on Instagram and Fortnite with my friend Kevin. I'm gonna make it work at uh, Fat Dumbledore. F A T D O M B L E D O R E. I can see the screen on already. I can see the blueness of the screen reflecting what? off of him. <laughs> what are you seeing? You're what not, are you seeing? I, I didn't see you, you pick up the seeing. controller, look at the thing, hit A with the stick a couple times. I don't know what and then put think? it down when you got what, caught, sir. I don't know what you think you're seeing, sir. I don't know what you think you're seeing. I was born on a day, but it was not yesterday. Did did we uh um, did we name the episode yet? No. Oh shit. Kev, quick, you're good with titles. Biblical yes, Adventures Revisited. Alright. Um, and then you can find me, uh, I am Pi Day Scott on Twitter and Instagram. Incidentally, this show will go up on Monday, and then the next day is what? March 14th, Pi Day, 3.14, guys. So, uh, also I'm my also excited for, for uh, the next recording of the show, because uh, pulling back the curtain and dating us, it'll be St. Patrick's Day, so I'm very excited. Oh, nice. Oh, it, will it? Oh, my God. I might... Oh, jeez. Uh. We can move recording date. We can move the recording Oh, time. what? You gotta oh, go... I, you gotta no, I go, go to the bar. I'm gonna cook. I was cook on St. Patrick's Day. You, you would, you know, you'd appreciate that if, say, I move back to the East Coast and... Oh, you mean have, this, uh, this side of the planet. I have a big <laughs> soiree for St. Patrick's Day. That's I, would love, I would love for my friend to move back to the side of the planet. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just saying, you know. Oh, it looks like Attack on Titan. Yes, that's the anime that's in uh in uh. I've never, I've never like, I've never seen it. I don't know what it's about. It looks on. It's it's it a war. It's war. It's war with superpowers. Okay, because it kind of on the one hand looks kind of like meh, and the other hand it kind of looks interesting. So I haven't. 
you know adopted it enough it's it's into it so there there are people there all right quick quick quick, right before before we say goodnight um so basically there are giant monsters that invade and they kill people and then that guy who is in fortnite is part of an elite training force that basically spider-man zips around and kills them but he gets superpowers later and he can turn into the giant monsters and he starts fighting them oh that's weird. I believe Bishop cool. Smith gave a good uh, uh, synopsis in the Discord as well. Yes. So uh, check Discord. Check uh, our Discord anime correspondent, uh, Vicious Smith, for an in-depth uh, retelling and breakdown of Attack on Titan. Thank you, Vicious Smith. Whoa, we are good friends. The old Vicious Smith as a correspondent. Interesting. Yes. That's how it starts. <laughs> yep. I, I was I was a lowly... Uh, I was a lowly... Oh. What's the word for it? Um, I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching the um, the opening animation. And with that, folks, <laughs> go ahead. You can we, do it. Uh, we're going to bring this week's episode of Geeks of TNG, episode 700. And are you sure it's 13? Yes. Because this, this thing says 12, so it's really misleading. Uh, episode 713, the one we called Biblical Adventures Revisited, to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying. Good night, Topol, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. If I were a rich man, all day long I'd biddy biddy bum. If I were a wealthy man, I wouldn't have to work hard. If I were a pity, pity rich, idle, diddle, diddle, diddle man, I'd build a big tall house with rooms by the dozen right in the middle of the town. A fine tin roof with real wooden floors below. There couldn't be one long staircase just going up and one even longer coming down and one more leading nowhere just for show. I'd fill my yard with chicks and turkeys and geese and ducks for the town to see and hear squawking just as noisily as they can. And each slough will land like a trumpet on the ear, as if to say here lives a wealthy man. Oh, if I were a rich man, all day long I'd be beautiful. If I were a wealthy man. I wouldn't have to work hard If I were a bitty, bitty rich Yiddle-diddle-diddle-diddle man I see my wife, my Goldie Looking like a rich man's wife With a proper double chin Supervising meals to our heart's delight I see her pulling her hands and strutting like a peacock. Oh, what a happy mood she's in. Screaming at the servants, 
day and night. The most important men in town will come to fall on me. They will ask me to advise them like a Solomon the wise. If you please, Reptavia, pardon me, Reptavia, posing problems that would cross a rabbi's eyes. And it won't make one bit of difference if I answer right or wrong. When you're rich, they think you really know. If I were rich, I'd have the time that I lack to sit in a synagogue and pray and maybe have a seat by the Eastern Wall. And I discuss the holy books with the learned men seven hours every day. That would be the sweetest thing of all. <laughs> oh, if I were a rich man, I all day long I'd be dee bum. If I were a wealthy man. I wouldn't have to work hard. Lord, who made the lion and the lamb, you decreed I should be what I am. Would it spoil some vast eternal plan if I were a wealthy Hey, all right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>